blessings to you. Welcome back to another episode of the Seacoast Community Church Podcast. We are on episode three and continuing our discussion on expository apologetics by Vodi Bakum. So we're learning uh, about how to defend the faith. And we've been talking about that if we're we're going to make a defense for the hope that we have in us, then let's let's be biblical, uh, let's uh, let's be simple and and winsome, and, and and conversational, and and let us also make it memorable. And when we come to then the next chapter, and this is. Uh, chapter five, and he's 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 equipping us with the tools that we need in order to make a defense. And so we, we've talked about four overarching themes in the scriptures about fall, or rather creation, fall, redemption, and consummation. Understanding each of those, <clears throat> we also uh, want to make sure that we get to the gospel, right? This is uh, this is the the point of apologetics, and uh, we are. This is he's helping us to engage in conversation, right? You can't engage with com- in conversation when somebody's really just trying to debate and not really listening. So that's that's probably those are probably conversations you want to steer away from. They're not conversations actually, but we're thinking about how to have a conversation with your next door neighbor or somebody that you work with. How do you make a defense of the hope that you have? How do you make a defense of the gospel? And one of the ways that he encourages his readers is by equipping themselves through the learning of creeds and confessions and catechisms. And I don't know if you are familiar with these these tools, but they are uh, they're very valuable tools. Uh, they have been around for a very long time in in church history, I believe. I, I don't maybe it's the Apostles' Creed that is the the first creed, but that that the Apostles' Creed came from the the third or fourth century. And what is helpful about all these creeds and confessions is that many of them were written in response to heretical teachings or heretical movements that were present uh, in, in during that time when the creed or confession was was created. And and so these are incredibly helpful. Now, uh, learning these things is 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 a way to is a way to understand the faith that you believe in and not only were these written in response to heresy but they were also instrumental in making disciples so if you want to know like how do i take this this newly converted brother and sister in christ and, and disciple this person hey consider Taking up one of the confessions or the creeds, uh, the Apostles' Creed, uh, the Westminster Confession, a shorter catechism, uh, the 1689 London Baptist Confession, taking them through these things. They're sort of like these mini systematic theologies. It, it summarizes what the entire Bible says with regards to these different truths or different theologies or doctrines. So it tells you about God, about Christ, about man, about salvation, about sin, about uh, the last days, 
And so these things are, are, are very helpful. So if, say, you don't have one of those really huge, thick systematic theologies in hand or in your bookshelf to help you to understand, hmm, what does the Bible tell me about God or Christ? Well, you can look to a, a, a catechism or a confession, just Google them online, the good ones, the biblical ones, and they can uh, summarize for you, you know, these, these various different topics in the scriptures. And so you can look to the, the Apostles' Creed, and you can look to the Nicene uh, Creed, which was written in response to the heresy known as Arianism. And Arianism essentially teaches that, uh, that Jesus is a created being. And so, the, and so this particular creed, the Nicene Creed, talks about, uh, makes it an emphasis uh, or emphasizes uh, Jesus's divinity, that he isn't created, that he's the very God of very God, that he is God himself, that he was uh, begotten but not made or created. And... And so look to these things. Uh, another one is the Athanasian Creed. That one is also helpful. And when it comes to uh, different different confessions, uh, what's helpful about confessions is that uh, they unite uh, believers to their historical historical roots. Uh, it helps us to remember that what we believe is is not only grounded in the scriptures, but it's grounded in history. We have a long line of believers who have believed the same things. And so we, we look to the uh, Westminster Confession of Faith, which is actually, uh, has some things that I disagree with, like baptism. They, it's pedo-baptistic, meaning that the, the, those who wrote it uh, baptized infants. Uh, but, but it's still a great confession. Another one is the, as mentioned earlier, the, the London Baptist, or the second London Baptist Confession and this is baptistic in its theology and i, I love the the second london baptist confession and I, I actually use this and i refer to this when i walk someone in our church through through membership and i actually i, I like it much better than the baptist faith and message uh, to be quite honest with you i think it's much more comprehensive it's much more in depth uh it's 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 clearer and, and so I, I definitely commend that to you. And his point in, in learning confessions and going to the confessions and even memorizing uh, catechisms and, and, and certain creeds is that it helps you uh, to summarize the things that you believe. And you've heard it said before, uh, this illustration before perhaps, but uh, when, uh, when it comes to, uh, say, if, you, if you're a federal agent or a bank teller or somebody who handles or somebody who might handle money for a living, uh, a way to train that person to be able to uh, to uh, to pick out or to or to see the counterfeits that are out there is to not train that person in all the different counterfeits of the dollar bill, right? Because there's so many of them, but instead train that person to know what makes the genuine dollar genuine. And then that person has then the tools to be able to compare that to all the other counterfeits that are out there in the world. And similarly, there are many religions in the world, uh, counterfeit 
religions and Christianity is the true biblical religion. And what you need to do is not immerse yourself uh, in the various different cults and religions out there in the world. Just know, just know yours, just know Christianity, know the biblical faith. And what's helpful about creeds and confessions and catechisms is that it helps you to do that. It's a, an invaluable tool to help you to understand what you believe. And so when you have a conversation with uh, with a, a Mormon or a Jehovah's Witness who does not believe in the divinity of Jesus Christ, well, you have you have learned, you have studied, and you've memorized some creeds that speak to the divinity of Christ. And... And again, it's a helpful tool in making disciples as well and to immerse themselves, immerse them into the fundamental doctrines of the faith. And this is such a, a helpful way to do that. So it's a tool for us uh, to equip ourselves with. Another suggestion he makes is to make sure you know the Ten Commandments. Uh, make sure you have them memorized. Uh, many Christians don't know or cannot list all the Ten Commandments. And not only know them, but also know how they are applied in the New Testament, specifically by Jesus Christ on the Sermon on the Mount. Every time he says, you have heard it said, but I said, I say to you, right? He's getting to the root of the matter with every one of the Ten Commandments. He's, he's not only emphasizing the letter of the law, but he's also emphasizing the spirit of the law. And so uh, learning the Ten Commandments uh, is important for us as well. Now, how exactly we apply these tools in conversation remains to be seen. Uh, I, I wish that he had addressed these things in each chapter. So I, I think he's going to get into it in the next chapter or two. So I'm, I'm really eager to get into that because right now uh, I can see the value of learning these tools. And again, I would commend them to you. I think we should be familiar with the catechisms and creeds. We should probably, as a church, recite some of them from time to time, not every week, but from time to time, uh, because they are so good and they are so rich. And it's a way that we as a church can affirm what we believe together in, in one voice. So I think Maybe we, we should bring back the creeds and confessions and also take the time to learn them uh, personally. But it remains to be seen how exactly this is a value to us in having conversations uh, with unbelievers. So I hope that you'll stick around for that discussion uh, in the next episode.